This is Sean, our manual Hello. osteopath. Hello. So first off, I'd like you to talk about a little about what being a manual osteopath means. Okay. Uh, it's basically uh, um, a hands-on uh, treatment that involves stretching, uh, PNF, uh, stretching, muscle energy techniques, uh, cranial osteopathy, all things to basically help the body go into alignment because when the body's in alignment it does its best healing and it's happiest when it's in its best it, when it's in its best uh, posture and, and uh, best alignment. That's kind of it in a nutshell. Okay, um, and how long have you been working working with holistic healing arts? I know that your bio on our website yes. has a whole lot. You have experience with this for a while. I mean, yeah, I used to work in the front. You know, I used to I used to stock shelves. I've you know done something in 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 this because we've been we've been here for quite some time now. Um, uh, so then, how long have you been working here? As working a here three years minus COVID. Okay. About that ish. And I kind of don't know exactly how long. I mean, COVID does put a it kind of just. It's like yeah. So I think maybe even more than three. No, three years minus COVID. Three years as a October minus COVID. Yeah. As a medical facility, though, you guys weren't shut down for very long. I was though. You were because uh, osteopathy is still an unregulated profession. Okay. And so I was shut down. I think eight and a half, nine months in total. Oh wow. Yeah. So not just like a small chunk no, of time. No, it was a big was chunk. Yeah, it was a little frustrating, but um, I think it was good because it got uh, uh, myself and a couple other osteopaths got together and uh, we're starting to push for the regulation more now. And I think the other associations now are realizing, you know what, if we were regulated, we wouldn't have been shut down. So hopefully it's opening the door and we can all just get along. That's the hope. Why would we want to get along? Well, the problem is that there's differing schools of osteopathy, um, some of which think that their version is better than everybody else's and doesn't want to cooperate with the other schools Okay. into one. Yeah, so that's what we're dealing with right now. It's a little bit of trying a little to Game of thrones -y. Oh, good. Yeah, you know, except nobody dies. That's the <laughs> nice thing. So Game of yeah. Thrones, but a lot less exciting. Yeah, a lot less exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what is your favorite part about working here? Um, the people and the family that, um, you know, uh, that um, Paulette and Alfred always create. We always try and get in really good people uh, who are awesome in so many ways. And yeah, it just feels like you're part of a family here. I definitely get that sense. Yeah. Like, I've only been here for two months and it's yeah. just, everyone's so close. Yeah. No, it's a good, it's a really good bunch here. So how many hours do you typically work in a week? So typically, I will see patients for between 30 and 32-ish. That's what I'm like scheduled for. Um, and then, so if I'm really busy week, I don't eat lunch, but that's okay because I do intermittent fasting, so it doesn't bug me too much. Uh, and then I will have like another six to seven hours of like of like files and and exercises that I'll send people and like upkeep and things like that. So. It's about a 40-hour work week when all said and done. And are you happy with that? Would you like to work more? Would you like to work less? Um, I mean, I would love it if someone could do all my files and everything and I could just focus on treating people. That would be great. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> and then that would be that would be a 30-hour work week. I'd be cool with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that's you said that you spent about six or seven hours filing. Like, that's yeah. 
an entire well, do, I do day. electronic files and stuff, but then it's also like, you know, keeping up on my files, researching for if a patient's got a specific malady that, you know, I need to learn more about, then I'll go searching for it. I'll go through my books. So that kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. What is the number one piece of advice you might offer to someone who's curious about osteopathy? Um, to make sure that they're getting into it for the right reasons, that they want to help people. And if they're getting into it because they want to help people, then by all means, it's great. Do you have a piece of advice you'd offer to someone in general? Just uh, have fun and live, dance, and be free. Live, dance, and be free. <laughs> oh, and sing. Singing is always a good thing, too. See, I don't dance, I sing. There you go. Uh, what do you enjoy doing in your spare time? Uh, in my spare time, uh, my girlfriend and I, we built a koi pond, so that's been taking up some of my spare time. Um, but just relaxing and hanging out with my cats uh, and, my, and my lady is kind of, yeah, that's, that's, I do enjoy the couch time. How many cats do you have? I only have two, so it's not creepy and weird. It was two. the fact that you specified yeah. that, like, there was a plural. Yes, cats, but I, only two. I'm a crazy cat lady, so. You, how many do you have? I mean, I only have one, well, but it's what I crazy. feel in my soul. No, no, no. If I would you, like a house you, full of cats. We'll, we'll do an intervention if you get too many. We'll be What's like, too many? I think it's like, how many people do you have in your household multiplied by five? That's too many cats. I think that's the formula. I don't know if it's, it's not a formula. I'm just cats. making it up. <laughs> that would mean that I yeah. could have ten cats. You could have ten cats. That's not. See, there you go. No. Right? It's not enough cats. Okay, maybe multiplied by three. We'll just say that. <laughs> 15 cats. Yes. I have a small house. The house would smell with yeah. 10 or 15 cats. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite sport? I'm not really much of a sporty guy. How about a favorite honest. book? Uh, favorite book? Um, I really like the Witcher series. That was good. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is a good one too. Uh, Dune is a good book. I like that one. I don't really have a favorite, though. No, do you have a favorite a genre? Um, yeah, I definitely like sci-fi fantasy kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Yes. Uh, Gattaca. I don't think I've ever heard No, because you're young. So Gattaca was Ethan Hawke. You're younger than me. <laughs> it's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. It's actually the movie where they met. And the whole idea is that it's a future society where you can basically just pick and choose what you want in your kids, how tall you want them to be, what color eyes you want them to be, hmm. and then it creates two, um, two uh, sections of society, those that were born like with like this CRISPR technology kind of thing, which is what we have going on now a little bit, and then those that were not born with it. And those who were not born with it are, are relegated to uh, doing like uh, manual labor jobs and things like that, and they can never be what they want to be. And then, I don't want to spoil it too much, but basically, one of the guys in this subclass of people decides, no, I want to be an astronaut. That's what I want to do, and he finds a way to do it. Okay. And defies all expectations. What it's was really the name cool. of this film? Called Gattaca. G A T T A A C A. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite animal? Um, yes, it's the harpy eagle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't, I mean, I haven't done too many of these chats. Yeah. my third, but yes. I have not received the same answer twice yet. Okay, good. That's <laughs> good. I don't think any, many people would be talking about a harpy eagle, so. 
I mean, I don't know what, like, it's okay, obviously it's a South specific. American Eagle. Okay. And if you just YouTube Harpy Eagle, you will see it. It's an amazing, majestic bird. It's basically, it's the heaviest eagle and the most powerful, and it can rip a sloth off of a tree that's like 50 or 60 pounds that's and carry it away. awful. Yeah. They're really that good hunters. I know, I know. I feel bad for the sloths, and my niece would be devastated if she saw that because <laughs> she loves sloths, but they're a really cool animal, and I've always liked them. Like, I don't know why. Blue whales are my favorite. Blue whales are your favorite? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just something so fascinating about them. Yeah. The gentle giants. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. I mean, if whales decided tomorrow that they wanted to be an aggressive species, we would be in trouble. We'd I have mean, no a chance. blue whale could take out a cruise ship, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you interested in sharing any story about yourself, a loved one, or a pet? Um, well, right now, um, we have, I have a 10-year-old cat named Moxie, and she's an incredible cat. And my girlfriend recently acquired a kitten from one of the places she works at, and we're trying to get them to cooperate and be friends, and it's not working very well. And this kitten is a bit of a handful, and last night, I put a butter tart, which I was really excited about eating, took it out of the fridge, put it on top of the microwave, and then went upstairs to do something. When I came downstairs, Miko, the kitten, was on the counter and had eaten the entire butter tart except for the crust. I was very sad Good and very kitty. upset. <laughs> Bad kitty. I hope she gets a tummy ache and learns her lesson. I mean, I feel like that's a lot for a little kid. It is, tummy, right? So. I think so. Like, she's only this big. And the butter tart was, like, this big. So, I mean, that would be like me eating a butter tart this big. She's I ambitious. think I would be sick after that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but so far she was actually been okay, and she jumped on the counter again this morning. So, <laughs> obviously she didn't learn her lesson. So, yes. She's a handful. She's a handful. Yes. Hopefully she gets better. Only when it comes to food. Other than that, she's great. But when it comes to food, like, it doesn't matter. If you're eating something, it is like she will crawl up, put her hand on the plate, pull it down. Like, it's just... She's that cat. She's that cat. <laughs> I mean, that, and she's a barn cat. So her, it's it's probably just her survival instinct. Probably. Yeah. Um, and Moxie, you said, was your older... Moxie's my older cat and is not having much of the younger cat right now. I mean, 10 is sort of that age where, like, they're not young, but they're, yes. they're not old, so it can so, go either way. Yeah. No, and she's a really small cat, too. Like, Moxie's only this big. So she's not much bigger than a kitten, and most people think she's a kitten when they meet her. But, uh, yeah, she's she's getting there. Like, she's getting to the point where they'll sometimes play together, and then she'll be like, oh, right, I hate you. <laughs> so we're getting there. We're getting there. We hope they're going to be best friends in the next month or two. So we'll see. How long has Miko been part of the family? Miko's been part of the family now a month and a half. But for the first little while, because she's a barn cat, we had to sequester her away yeah. because we had to get tests done and everything because when they come from a barn cat colony, there's a lot of things that could, yeah. yeah. I, just, yeah. I feel like you're very ambitious with your timeline. Um, my husband and I welcomed in a puppy into our household yes. with our cat more than a year ago, and she hates him. But they're fighting like cats and dogs, right? <laughs> She's fighting like cats and dogs. Yes, exactly. He loves her. How old, How long has this been now that you've had? We've had the dog just over a year. And it's still, she still hasn't oh, accepted she, the dog. Yeah, she hates it. Yeah, and she never will. She never Great. Will. Yeah. 
Uh, do you mind my asking where the name Moxie came from? And was it by any chance uh, Borderlands? It wasn't Borderlands. That's really cool that you mentioned Borderlands. Because I do, that's one of my favorite video games. I love the Borderlands series. That's where I it was, immediately went to when you said the cast it was, was It was just, it just made sense. And it just came to me. Maybe it was like subconsciously from Borderlands. But I think it was kind of like, Chicago was kind of a big thing then. The okay. music of Chicago. And I think I was thinking Roxy, but I thought, I don't want to call her Roxy. And then I thought, mm, Moxie. And her ears perked up, and I'm like, Moxie. Oh, so she kind yeah. of chose her own she name. She kind of chose her own name, yeah. And she's such a Moxie. She really is, yeah. Well, yeah. with my knowledge of Borderlands, to think she's such a Moxie, like, that's a very strange way to define a cat. Yes, <laughs> it is. Well, Mo she's, a, like, she's, like, feisty, but, like, cool and sophisticated at the same time, you know? She, she's a lot of things. She's a lot of things. Talking about <laughs> we can I, talk about that uh, later. <laughs> it's one of the uh, online games that I play with one of, one of my girlfriends. Yeah, it's she and yeah. I play it all the time. I got my brothers involved in it, but they would only do one playthrough. Whereas I've done like multiple playthroughs, and like some of my characters are like godly powerful, and yeah, it's a game that it's just like it's funny, it's challenging, but at the same time, if you're yeah, have you ever played on like Mayhem Ten? No. Yeah. Okay. That's when you played on Mayhem Ten. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm afraid. Uh, yeah. How would you describe yourself in one sentence? Um. Cheerful and intense. How do you think other people would describe you in one sentence? Cheerful and intense. I had a feeling you were going to say that. <laughs> Uh, if you could have any superpower, oh, Mr. Easy. Love Superheroes, yeah. which power would you like to have? Flight. That's Flight or teleportation would be so cool. You only get one. Pick you only one. get one? Okay, then I would do... I would do, I would do teleportation because then I could still fly. Well, I could fall. So I could teleport up to the sky and then fall and then teleport, you know, onto like a crash pad or something. I feel like that's a really dangerous game. It is, but I'd have to play with it a little bit. But yeah, I guess teleportation would be really cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to share? Um, no, that's it. Uh, you know, just uh, everybody, you know, be healthy. And uh, and if you uh, need a really good health team, the team here at Alistica Healing Arts, we're, uh, we're really good. And we're looking forward to serving the public. All right, awesome. Well, thank you for meeting with me. You're very welcome. <laughs>